Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Art of Souls podcast. My name is Caroline, and I am very happy to be welcoming you back with another new episode. I know I haven't been very active on podcasting as always. I feel like、um, I just, you know, this is my hobby, and so I think.、Um, I find it very hard to treat my hobby as a job. You know what I mean. So I apologize for not being active on podcasting and on uploading weekly episodes. But I'm trying、um, with everything that has been happening on my life. So this episode will be another update and random thoughts, because lately I have been having a lot of. Time spent at home, and so I have more time to kind of think and reflect and just contemplate on problems that have been happening happening around in the world. So I thought I might update you and also share a little bit of my thoughts with you,、um, because the things that I've been thinking about are quite big problems, like serious matters. Um, that are happening around in the world, like world affairs and you know very serious problems. So let's get straight into it.、Um, some of the first few updates that I have is the first one is that I had COVID. Um, then I had to stay quarantine at home for two weeks. Well, like like uh for the first week, like for the first five days, I um. I stay at home because I got direct contact with the person who got COVID, and so in Vietnam, uh, the the person that directly contacts with, uh, the person who got COVID at a close proximity, we call them the F one, and then the person who got COVID, we call them F zero. So for the five days, for the first five days, I stay at home because my brother got COVID, and so I became F one. But then at the final day, the the last day of that five day period, I tested ne-、uh, positive, uh, with COVID, and so I officially became F zero, and I had to stay at home for seven days. Um, and you know my kind of COVID journey was very weird. Because uh, when I was tested positive with COVID, that that whole entire week I didn't feel anything. I didn't have any symptoms except sore throats, and you know I cough a lot. But other than that, I wasn't sick. I wasn't having a headache. I wasn't having a fever or something. But weirdly enough, in the five days of being quarantined at home as an F one, who got direct contact with a、uh, person who got COVID,、um, I had symptoms. You know, I got sick, I got a fever, I was having a headache.、Um, you know, my head was very heavy. I couldn't stand straight because my vision got blurred and my my ear. There, are, you know. Yeah, it was a weird experience.、Um, <coughs> so I didn't. Sorry, I just cough because I'm still I'm still having a sore throat. But anyway, like in that five days of being quarantined as an F one, I pretty much got all the symptoms as a person who got COVID. But weirdly enough, I tested negative 
with COVID-19. So that's weird. So I continue having symptoms. But then when I got over the sickness, the fever, um, the headaches, the vision, the blur vision and stuff, um, I tested positive with COVID. Um, and so I would say my COVID experience was very weird. Um, I tested negative when uh, I... I had the symptoms when I tested negative and then I when I tested positive I didn't have any symptoms I only had a sore throat and I still have a sore throat up until now um so that's one thing and I think it was a tolerable a bearable experience um when I heard the news uh, on TV on social media about people having COVID-19 Um, their symptoms were very serious, very extreme, and mine were very mild, um, except from the sick, the fever, the headaches. Um, those were very extreme, but you know, other than that, I, um, I didn't get sick for too long. My symptoms went away pretty quickly, and so my experience wasn't that unbearable and that horrible, so I was very grateful for that. Uh, another plus thing, another advantage to this whole experience is that I got to rest like actual time to rest uh, I feel like <clears throat> getting COVID was an excuse or not an excuse but like an opportunity for me to rest without feeling guilty uh, without having to worry about tomorrow's tasks or today's assignments or schoolwork or assignment you know because officially technically I was sick Um, and so, and COVID-19 was and is a very serious disease. So everyone around me treats it very seriously. Um, and so I had a chance to rest, to do whatever I want. I got to watch films, uh, watch YouTube videos, chill, <clears throat> scroll my phone, work on my side hustle, side hustle if I want. And I took that time to really work on my passions. I watch YouTube videos about money, finance, and, and the economy, how it works, how money was created, and especially the war in Ukraine that is happening right now. I know this is a very sensitive topic, but I think at first when you know I heard news uh, from this event in particular, and I watched some of the short TikToks, um, the explanations um, about this war, this event, I... You know, I didn't know much about it, and I kind of had my judgments and biases in the in in the beginning, um. But but when I got a chance to stay quarantine at home, I took that as an opportunity to watch longer videos on YouTube about explaining this whole thing, so that I get a more in depth view and perspective of this event. And, you know, after watching a handful of them, I have learned a lot and I've come to realize that this is a very, really one of the big kind of milestones in humankind history. And it is, it serves many, <coughs> sorry, it serves many functions. Like in one video of like Dr. Yuval Harari, he mentioned that this event is kind of a breakthrough And it put an end to the peace that we've been having for a couple of decades in human history. So 
in like after nineteen forty five, there hasn't been any internationally recognized country that has been wiped off. You're from the world map, you know, due to invasion, due to war, or anything. But now in twenty twenty two, that event officially happened. There is war in Ukraine, and so that event, this event, put an end to the peace that we've been having, and it, um, put. Again, emphasize on, uh, put em- emphasis on military expenses, and overnight I heard that you know Germany military expense doubled overnight, and Poland's uh, military expense also increased tremendously, and you know it is understandable, but it is initial signs uh, for us to see that you know the peace that we've been taking for granted. Is going away. Is fading away, and um, because of this event, I don't, I cannot like fully predict what the future entails for us. Like, what will our lives look like in the future if you know that peace that we've been so accustomed to is now changing, and is like in the worst case scenario, it will be gone. Um, or in a best scenario, I would say it will take. Form like take place in another form. I don't know. I I really don't know, and you know his explanation about this event is war in Ukraine and the Ukrainian history, the Ukrainian and Russian people, and many other related similar events like the war in Syria or like Aleppo war in Aleppo or in I I can't I cannot really like remember specifically the, the different names, um. But yeah, um, you can you can search on YouTube like war in Ukraine, Doctor Yuval Harari, and there will be a list of videos, and you can really talk a lot, talk like watch them, and think about it yourself because I think that this is a an event that is worth learning from, and especially for our generation, like the Gen Z or younger people, younger generations who haven't been. In a war before, you know, so and this war, it war is very very different from previous ones because this time we have social media, you know, and um and every everyone can can create the uh can create an account of their perspective on this war like online through social media and of course um that's where the problem with fake news and you know cyber attack comes in, but. I really think that social media plays a tremendous role in this, and I think so far it has been doing very positive things, like protesting against this war, like people in Russia, people in Ukraine, people in the European nation, in in Europe, in in European countries, they have been protesting and they have been helping, um, and that's where um the role of German, um Germany. Comes in, um, Doctor Yuval Harari. He mentioned how Germany has been suffering from, you know, their past of Adolf Hitler, of fascism, of Nazism, um, and for all those years they have been inherently feeling this kind of shame and guilt about their past. They're they have been focusing too much on their past rather than looking forward to the future. And he said that 
because of that kind of fear and shame, it has prevented them from taking a role as a leader of European countries in this war in Ukraine. And he stated that Germany needs to take this as a chance to prove to the world that they have changed. You know, they have um, cut themselves from Nazism and fascism. They have eliminated that. And even though it's part of their um, history, it's not part of who they are. You know, they've changed. They have grown. They have matured. They have changed for good, for the better. And I, I, I really resonate with his perspective because, you know, when he mentioned about this inherent shame of Germans about you know, their past with Nazism and fascism, you know, it really hit me because, you know, um, it's, I didn't think that that shame will, you know, elongate until now, but hearing him talk about that, it really makes sense. And I really think that this is their time, you know, to shine, but to more importantly, this is their only um, chance to prove to the world that they are, um, they've changed, you know, because Germany has been known as the leader of Europe. And I don't know if, um, if uh, like my assumptions are right, but I think that is the shame that is preventing them from taking charge. And I know that Germany has sent uh, help, support to Ukraine, but as a leader of Europe, leader of European countries, I don't think that's support. It is is enough. And it is kind of, I don't know, equivalent to their role as a leader. Um, so long story short, um, they need to take this as a chance and step up their game and take it as an opportunity to prove to the world um, yeah, about their values and who they are and what are their beliefs and values moving forward into the future. Um, so it, it was a very interesting adventure that I have, you know, or path that I've come down to. Um, and it has really educated me a lot. And the same with the videos about the economy, money, finance, and how our economy is a debt, debt-based economy and how you know, different debt, loan, credit, um, IOUs work. It's very interesting, yet um, that video about the economy was a little hard to understand, to comprehend. And so until now, I haven't fully grasped the idea of the economy. So I need to look more into it. But another update, <coughs> sorry, another update that I got for you is that um, after weeks and weeks of applying for jobs on Upwork and getting scammed and, um, you know, sending money to um, the, the scammers, I finally got hired for a job, a decent job, I think, a decent job that will pay. Um, and through those experience of being scammed, I learned about, you know, the Upwork um guidelines the upwork kind of uh regulations and if you don't know upwork is a like a platform for freelancers to come there and apply for jobs at freelancers and also for hires for employers to come there and hire employees like freelancers part-time employees or even like 
full-time employees for their companies and their projects. And so um, one of the Upwork's guidelines is that, you know, we should communicate via Upwork so that uh, it will guarantee and it will um, finalize the agreements and it will protect our rights and our effort, you know, work ethic. Because before, when I got scammed, I basically worked for free, right? Um, and that is very detrimental to my work ethic. And also, I was technically exploited um, of my effort, of my time, money, effort, uh, patience and stuff. So it was very dangerous. But like, fortunately, I got away. I got away from it at the early stage. Um, but, you know, I heard stories from other people who got too, too involved and who sent money to the scammers multiple times, like large amount of money to the point where they have nothing left and they cannot, you know, it, it left them at a very vulnerable state financially and even like emotionally. And I think that if I were to be in their position, you know, the shame, the fear, the fear would, would prevent me from even applying for another jobs, you know, so uh, I'm thankful. And this current job of mine is to be a com- community moderator, meaning that you will have to, I don't know, engage with your with your clients, customers. Um, and be- basically, we have this community of people who talked about finan- uh, finance, the financial goals, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, all things related to finance, we grow, we learn, and we mature together. And we understand, we educate um, ourselves together on this finance, financial uh, journey. And so my job is to create content on there, to boost engagement by commenting on other people's posts, liking their comments, liking their posts, you know, ask follow-up questions, um, kind of get diving deep into their like lives almost into their stories and hearing more of their stories and making them feel seen and heard within our community. Um, at first, I didn't think it would be such a meaningful um, and cool kind of job. Um, and even though I haven't technically worked because, you know, all the initial steps um, haven't been done yet, you know, setting up my account and all of the contract things that I have to go through, haven't finished so I haven't technically worked yet but I think tonight I will officially get to work because you know all of this all of those things uh have been financial I like finalized until now but before it they haven't been finalized um and so I will make sure to update you guys on my work experience but so far I think it's a great experience and um the person who hires me the employer she's very kind She's very quick to response. Um, she's very thoughtful and she's very polite. And that's what I'm asking for. And um, before I get paid, I obviously need to um, pay attention and be cautious. Um, but I think this time it will be a decent job. And <coughs> sorry, um, I will continue apl- applying for jobs. And yeah, I think I will try to specialize in being a community community moderator or a virtual assistant because those uh, jobs don't require much time on my part like don't require like full-time attention undivided attention uh, you know um, so I think it will be suitable for me to work especially as a full-time student and yeah 
Um, another part of my life that I have been thinking and reflecting on is my thoughts about the future generations or, or the future in general, like how the future generation will look like, like will act, will react, will respond, will behave, especially like my kids, um, my kids' future, their behaviors in a different way. I can communicate, teach them or mold them into um, polite, uh, hardworking, moral, uh, behave, well-behaved um, and understanding individuals. You know, I haven't, I, I have been reflecting on how to do that. You know, I recently I've been thinking about how to the different communication methods to communicate and you know my path to parenting i think i will choose the approach of gen- gentle parenting um and i think yeah obviously i need to learn more about this but i i want to teach them the things that i wasn't taught when i was a kid like about the finance the economy um the different problems with the gender page gap uh with the different races like ethnicities racial discrimination sexism racism um even sexual assault sex education uh financial literacy everything like that and i think i will kind of make it as a homeschool project also because i know for a fact that schools would not teach it and i would not put as much of an emphasis on schoolwork assignments, especially in the earlier years of their academic journey, I will focus on teaching them the basic skills or the the foundational um, knowledge that I think they would need moving forward into the future. Like I mentioned, the knowledge about money, finance, uh, all the basic understanding about sexual assault and gender inequality and how unfair the society really is and obviously obviously like i i have been reflecting on the future based on my current uh the present situation so my approach would not be kind of um cater to the future if that makes sense so i will make sure to continue changing uh, my approach uh with the upcoming trends and upcoming changes in our society but i think you know the basic the basic very basic um principles of life like money or sexual assault because i don't think that sexual assault will be solved in the in the near future and the different problems with the discrimination i think they will continue to exist and i think it's my responsibility to teach my kids about those problems and i i've been thinking about keeping a kind of a i don't know document or a table sheet about you know some of my thoughts on the child childbearing process of mine like keeping using notion and dividing it into different categories i've been thinking about uh the category of self-help the category of uh, money and the category of i don't know sex education um so there will be three main categories of uh, so far and within the um kind of the money the finance category um it's very self-explanatory but it will be all about money finance different rules of 
the rules of money, how to work with money, how to understand it, how to predict it, and in the I don't know sexual, sex education, uh, gender sexual assault kind of category, it will be about different things that related to discrimination. You know, like I don't know gender inequality, page gap. Um, and I will make sure for them to learn some self defense moves, like self defense moves, uh, not martial arts or um, something, but some self defense moves that I that will that will be useful. Um, and different te- knowledge about sex education, tampons, uh, condoms, um, everything of that sort, pregnancy and stuff. Um, and the the final category, which is self help, will be talking about. Discipline, um, how to learn how to regulate, control your anger issues, uh, how to work on yourself, how to communicate with yourself, how to talk to yourself positively, uh, how to eliminate the negative self-talks, and all of those um, things. And I think that would be such a valuable experience, at least for me. That right now, I think it would be a very valuable experience because it's like teaching them about my past and show like telling my story through those lessons which will be a very special kind of segment and I really look forward to it um and let me know down below I know that's kind of soon to be think about all this stuff but I would like to kind of keep a kind of record about this matter um like as I grow as I mature and as my thoughts change It, because it's also a way for me to um, jot down and restore uh, store my ta- thoughts and stuff. Um, so yeah, those are all the things that I've been up to. Those are all the thoughts that I've been having. I hope you enjoyed this episode as always. And please let me know down below what are your thoughts after you hear this episode. You know, are you also thinking about your... Um, I don't know, plan to raise your kids, to talk with them, or are you, what's your plans with your work, how are your career journey look like, um, what have been your updates recently, I would love to read your comments, and maybe we would chat, um, so with that being said, I will ch- check back with you very soon with another episode, and until then, bye bye!